When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, let's go to uh, Chris in the Bronx. Chris, welcome in. Hey, Anita. How are you? Um, down to the final six. Um, you pretty much basically answered my question. I was uh, leaning between Tampa Bay and uh, the 49ers, but I think you convinced me to go with the, uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, but I, I think also for me, the fact that Minka Fitzpatrick is... So now you've got their two best players in Minka and TJ Watt that are out. They're missing their three starting corners from the beginning of the season. And Tom Brady's offensive uh, wide receiving core is getting better. Uh, Godwin and Russell Gage are supposed to be active and attractive tomorrow. So, and Tom Brady's record against rookies, I, like, I, I just, I think it's a no-brainer. I think it's the Bucks. Great. Awesome. Can I make a comment about the Giants? Of course. So, what I, I mean, obviously, we're playing way above expectations. Um, we're, you know, considered to be what's, you know, in a rebuilding phase, right? So, my whole thing is, yes, Saquon is bowling out, out of control, you know, um, and we love it. But, you know, running backs, you know, you normally don't pay second contracts, big contracts to running backs. Ezekiel Elliott's a perfect example. I mean, we could franchise tag him, but eventually, I mean, I guess it all depends on, you know, how the rest of the season plays out. But for some reason, I don't see them paying. Uh, and, you know, I don't know if the smart trade, if, if it's smart to trade him to try and get something, before, you know, rather than get nothing for him. Saquon Barkley? I, I no, know. Chris, I, I think, and thanks for the phone call. Um, I, I, like I said, I, I think... I believe what's going to happen is that the Giants do extend Daniel Jones. And, and, and again, not that I don't believe what, what Graziano is saying. I just think I think it would be, um, with all due respect to the Giants, I think it would be dumb if you don't extend Daniel Jones. And um, as, as, as much as somebody may have said to, to Dan Graziano that uh, they're still contemplating whether or not they're going to offer Daniel an extension, I find it, I find it hard to believe that a phone call or a discussion hasn't already started. I really, I would be hard-pressed to believe. I just, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. So I do believe that they extend Daniel Jones, and I think they franchise Saquon Barkley. That's what I think happens. Okay, let's go to James. James, welcome in. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hi. Um, so I, just, I have uh, Derek Henry, who's... Uh, out on a bye this week. I got mm-hmm. Saquon as my other running back. Now Good. I have a choice between um, Benjamin or A.J. Dillon. Yeah, I, I think you go Benjamin, especially if you just heard Cynthia Freeland. She was on. She likes Benjamin as well. I just, um, you know, I, I just think he's going to get more volume. Uh, I was expecting bigger, and thanks for the phone call, James. I was expecting bigger and better from A.J. Dillon, by the way. I'm in 12 leagues. I want to say I drafted A.J. Dillon in at least seven of them. And unfortunately, uh, he has not fit the bill. So uh, I, I would go. I would go Benjamin just because. Again, I, I think he's going to get a lot more volume. Let's go to Brian before we take a break. Brian, welcome in. Anita, how's it going? 
Hi, great. Awesome. My girlfriend calls me today. Hey, baby, what are you doing? It's Saturday. You already know. She goes, oh, I need a mark. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Anyway, <laughs> Jupiter, by the way, I know you uh, talked about Oh, your, man. Um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's funny. Florida. It's funny, Brian. So, people, yeah. because it, it yeah. says, it's, it says Orlando here, but people ask me all the time I because, yeah. because I'm from Miami, you know, they're like, why do you live up here? I'm like, because I love it up here. What do you mean? Like, I love Miami, but I love New York better. And, um, and I always tell people if I move back, I'd move to Jupiter. There's a golf course on oh, every street corner. Oh my God. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I know. Anyways, just yeah, sorry to play. I know. I got a few things. Okay. So my buddy is a big Yankees fan and I was like, Yankees World Series. What do you think? He's like, no, nobody would watch it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't even like baseball. And that is very intriguing to me. What do you think? I'm sorry. You, you, you cut out Yankees and who? Yankees Mets World Series if it were to happen. Well, the Mets are out. I know, I know, but if this is months ago, wouldn't that? Yeah, be I mean, I mean, I, I was, I was, I was hoping for it. I was praying for it. I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought it would be amazing. But here's, here's, a, but here's another thing. If, if, if that, if that would have been the World Series, you know, or like I think sometimes we up here in, in in New York, I think we live in this microcosm. I think we live in this bubble. This. Uh, if that wasn't even the right word for it, I, I think we, I think we live in our own little world here where, you know, you know, we think, we think everything is the greatest in sliced bread of everything that's up here. Like, I, like, I don't know. I don't know how much outside of New York, outside of the Northeast would really enjoy a, a Mets Yankees world series. I mean, you know, obviously we would love it here. I just, I just don't know if, I don't know if it, if it would, do well in the ratings i really don't anyway we come back uh let's circle back we opened the show talking yankees for the first hour uh let's do it again uh because uh big game tonight series is tied at one but this is a best of five so whoever does go up to one um you know uh they're they're sitting pretty so we come back we'll continue to talk yankees we'll open up the phone lines 800-919-3776 anita marks with you on the saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Joe is who's going to be joining us uh, in about 15 minutes with his picks and his plays. 
Um, I gave one out earlier today, and and that was the uh, Penn State Michigan under. It's twenty four seven twenty four seventeen right now. There was a pick six uh, that uh, helped the Penn State Lions Nittany Lions uh, score. Um, so that's how they were able to get to seventeen. And Michigan just uh, had like a I don't know eighty yard run, seventy yard run, something like that. So uh, so now they're at twenty four seventeen. So the under is not looking good. I apologize. Uh, I thought that was for sure the play. Um, some other games out there. Kansas is losing to Oklahoma, thirty-five to, to twenty-one. Hey, now um, looks like they're going to lose two straight. Uh, Texas losing to uh, I'm sorry, Texas up on Iowa State, seventeen-seven. Um, Illinois up on Minnesota, twenty-fourteen. Ole Miss beating Auburn right now, twenty-eight to twenty-four. Uh, let, let's talk some Major League Baseball. As we know, the Yankees first pitch later on tonight, seven thirty-seven p.m. Uh, in in Cleveland, uh, I'm going to get into all the reasons why I do believe Cleveland wins tonight. Uh, but uh, right now, you've got the Braves and the Phillies going at it. Bottom of the first, no score. I do like the Phillies here today, by the way. Uh, my money is on uh, the Phillies uh, on, on the money line. Um, you've got Astros. And by the way, that series is uh, Phillies are, are up 2-1. So they win today. Series is theirs. And they're at home. So... Uh, the Braves could be saying hasta la vista after this game this afternoon. Astros and Mar- Mariners. Uh, Astros up on the series 2-0. They're back in Seattle. Uh, I don't have a play in that one. Uh, Yankees, Guardians, again, we'll get to in a second. Dodgers, Padres, Musgrove. I like Musgrove a lot. Uh, listen, the Padres lead this series 2-1. I've got the Padres. I've got the Padres on the run line. i got the Padres plus one and a half. Musgrove has been an absolute beast. Could you imagine? You imagine the Dodgers and the Braves getting bounced today? I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, I, 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 like, I like Musgrove a lot. He's been sensational. Uh, as for this Yankees and Guardians team, as we know, let's take a step back before we move forward. Unfortunately, they lose to Cleveland last night 4-2. Um, you know, this is, this is a, a Yankees team 0-7 with runners on yesterday. Cleveland is two and four uh, with runners on, and uh, I'm sorry, two of eleven. Sorry, two of eleven with runners on. Uh, why, why am I on the Cleveland side? Something's up with Judge. I, and either, either a few things. Number one, he's been pressing ever since he's tried to hit 61, trying to hit 62, and st- still not in that groove. Still not feeling it. Um. So far in two games, 0 for 8 with seven strikeouts. Seven strikeouts. Last season against Cleveland, 2 for 37 with 27 strikeouts. In three playoff series. So, you know, I, I, think, I, think, it's, it's, I think it's a number of things. I think it's pressing to try to hit 61-62 and he hasn't found that groove again. And... Maybe also it's just, it's you know, he just not somebody who performs in October. We've seen it before. We've seen it. It happens. It happens to the best of them. And it, it, maybe this is a trend now. We saw it last season. We're seeing it now. So you've got Severino making his first postseason start. And here's another thing. He hasn't faced the Guardians all season. This will be his first time going up against that lineup. McKenzie. 
11-11 on the season with a 2.96 ERA. He has pitched already in the postseason through six scoreless innings against the Rays in their wild card series. So there's that. Um, here's here's a, here's another stat on Judge that doesn't sit well with me. He has not had a two hit game since September 21st. So it's not even that he's. It's not even that he's not hitting home runs or, you know, he's, he's striking out. He doesn't, he hasn't even had a two hit game since September 21st. I'm telling you something's off here. And the, the rain postponement forced this Yankees team now to immediately fly to Cleveland after their loss yesterday and then, you know, of course, have to stay in a hotel, not get acclimated, of course, to the travel and whatnot. It's Cleveland. I know it's not a big deal in regards to the time zone, but still just getting acclimated to a different city. Meanwhile, Cleveland got to fly home and sleep in their own beds, eat their own porridge, all that stuff. I do believe that that's an advantage. How big of a one? I don't know, but I do believe it's an advantage. So uh, I just... Yeah, as much as Yankee fans don't want to hear this, I, I just I, I do believe that uh, that the Guardians are going to win today. Uh, of course, we've got Harvey and Joe in the studio. Joe, I know you're a big Yankees fan. Why, why don't you tell me the reasons why you're confident that the Yankees are going to win today? Well, Severino in the postseason, his last, other than uh, 21, where he pitched okay last year in relief, he is nails in the postseason. And I think him not facing the Guardians lineup is actually beneficial for the Yankees because they don't have any look on him. And Severino's last start, I know it was against Texas, but he had a no-hitter going in, and he would have continued if it wasn't his first start off of the IL. Plus, I just, for whatever reason, I have a hunch that Stanton has found the postseason groove again, and... I'm going up with him against the rest of Cleveland's order with Severino pitching the way he's pitching. You might only need one or two and, and that be it. Okay. Um, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the most confident, how confident are you that they're going to walk away with a win today? Six and a half, seven. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, again, and, and we've been talking about it, the majority of the show, I, I just, and, and I understand what you're saying about Severino. I, I think it's an interesting conversation to have who does benefit from Severino, not pitching against this guardians lineup this season. Is it the lineup? Is it, is it the starting pitcher? Um, we will find out that's for sure. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We come back. Uh, we've got Joe Wiz who's going to be joining us with his picks, his plays. I'm sure he's got some major league baseball. Definitely dive into some college and uh, and as well, some NFL. So all that coming your way next, right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Joe, welcome in. How you doing? Everything's going good, Anita. It's a, it's a nice fall afternoon, and, uh, you know, we hopefully can make some money for everyone out there listening. Um, hopefully we can. Uh, I, let, let's start in, in with Major League Baseball. Um, I took the Phillies on the, uh, on, on the money line. Uh, today, I, I think uh, I think they win, and I think we say hasta la vista to this Braves team. Um, I'm also on the Guardians later on today. I just did a deep dive into all this, and, and the Guardians, for me, just check more boxes than the Yankees. Do you have a play in this Yankees game? Uh, if I was going to play the game, I like the Yankees in the game. I like with Severino. He's 2-0 and in his last three starts with a 169 ERA. I know McKenzie um, is good, but I think uh, the Yankee bats haven't played well, um, and I think that they're going to come to life tonight. I, I made a small play in the Yankees against the Guardians, and I know a lot of people out there think I'm not, uh, I'm not a don't root for the Yankees, but I, we really need the Yankees in there after seeing the Mets get knocked out. I feel like you always bet – on the Yankees. I never feel that you don't like the Yankees. Are you kidding Who's... me? Ty calls me a Yankee hater all the time. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, the okay. Yankees most of the time during a, reg- during a regular season, either the Yankees are big-time favorites most of the time. I don't like playing big favorites, especially when they're at home. So, you know, here this, this is a situation where, you know, the playoffs are on the line, Judge hasn't played well, and uh, I'm just expecting, you know, them to come to life because they did not play well at all yesterday, um, you know, other than a two-run homer. That was, they were flat, um, and that's no doubt their most important game of the season because there is no room for error um, than they would face an elimination game tomorrow if they lose today. Uh, Severino, hey, 7-3, 2-0, last three starts. Let's do it. Um, later on tonight, 9-37, first pitch, Dodgers and Padres. I love Musgrove here. I, listen, this is a Padres team, boy. There's, they'd love nothing more than to, to knock this Dodgers team out of the World Series race. Uh, they're up on the Series 2-1, love Musgrove. I've got the Padres on the run line tonight. Do you have a play in this one? Yeah, when you look at it, Anderson comes in with a record of 15-5, and Anita. He's a lefty. Musgrove, if he pitches, because it's a big question mark, if he pitches the way he did in New York against the Mets, uh, the Padres are going to advance. But I'm going with the Dodgers here. They played two games where they haven't played well, and they – you know, it's not too often throughout the entire season. They've been the whole the best team in baseball all season long. I know that uh, the Padres have Musgrove going, um, but I'm going with the Dodgers. I'm expecting their offense to come to life here. It hasn't played well, and I'm almost looking at this as a similar situation as the Yankees because the Yankees bats have been inconsistent, but the Dodger bats have been consistent throughout the entire season. They've dominated the Padres. I know it's the postseason, but I just think that the Dodgers are going to come to life here today. My play with the Do- is the Dodgers against Musgrove and the Padres. So you're so taking we, them on the money. You're taking them on the money line. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, do you have a? I don't have a play in the Astros Mariners game. Do you? No. Um, you know, if I was going to bet the game, I would take the, uh, the Mariners with uh, with Kirby and McCullers. You know, I'm not sure what to, he's been injured most of the season. Um, lines had to pick him. Um, Seattle. You know, gave the Astros all they could handle in the first game, and then uh, of course everything fell apart in the second game. Um, but uh, not really. If I was going to play it, I would play the home team, though. Uh, I do have a play in this Penn State Michigan game. I took the under 
at 51 and a half. It's not looking good right now. We'll see what happens if these two defenses could step up. We'll see. Uh, but Alabama, Tennessee, big game later on this afternoon. Uh, Alabama, uh, apparently Bryce Young is going to suit up and play. But let's be honest, I, I feel like they very easily could have lost to Texas. They very easily could have lost to Texas A&M. I think Tennessee's a better team. I think Knoxville's going to be bananas. I like Tennessee getting eight and a half right now. Yeah, uh, the line I've seen Anita as much as nine, and they put Bryce Young, you know, um, you know, Saban was all over game day today talking about that he is going to play, how well he plays. And even when Bryce Young did play, again, you mentioned that against Texas. I mean, they were big, big favorites there. And if Texas quarterback Ewers doesn't get hurt, Texas probably wins that game. And last week, A&M had a chance to do the same. Um, and I think that this line is a little inflated here. Um, and, uh, you know, Hendon Hooker, transfer from Virginia Tech, he's done nothing but uh, play well. Ten touchdowns, zero interceptions, and uh, the tie. Um, I think they're going to have a tough time. I think this uh, – I call the upset on my show, and I'm going to do it right here on the air as well live. I'm taking – I'm taking Tennessee plus the nine, but I'm also making a side bet on the money line with the volunteers to knock off Saban and Alabama. I like it. I like it. I like Tennessee a lot for sure. Uh, USC going up against Utah. I think the wrong team's favored here. Utah got manhandled by UCLA. Uh, They just dominated them in the trenches. Their defense didn't look great. Caleb Williams is is just, is just unbelievable. Patrick Mahomes 2.0. Uh, I like UCLA, I like USC getting the points here, getting the three and a half. Yeah, when you take a look at it, USC, um, they really haven't played anybody good this year, okay? And this is going to be their first true test here. And uh, Utah is coming off getting annihilated. If you remember last week when I was on the air, we talked about that game being a high-scoring affair against UCLA. Um, and uh, Utah, you know, when you take a look at it here, their quarterback, Weasling, has played well since he's taken over last year at the, as uh, the starter. He has not lost a game at home. Um, I think this game is going to go right down to the wire. I'm surprised that Utah is favored considering they got pushed all over the place by UCLA. But I prefer to take a look at the totals game. I think both teams are going to be able to move the ball. Utah can can put a ton of points on the board. My play is the over. Over is my official play here between this matchup here between uh, USC and Utah. So over 65, that's a lot of points. I know it is, but Utah's averaging like 40 points per game, and they can score. So, um, you know, last week I gave out the over in the Utah-UCLA game, and everyone thought I was nuts in that game, and it went way over. And I think that Caleb Williams um, is going to be able to put points on the board here, and I think Lincoln Riley is going to be motivated coming in as an underdog in Salt Lake City. High-scoring affair, Anita. Let's go over the total. Um, any, any other college football games you, uh, you're on today before we move on? Uh, college football, um, you know, when you take a look at it, there's a game tonight with uh, Florida State and Clemson. Um, this is going to be an interesting game here because Florida State has lost two games last week. They taught, lost a tough one. Um, they were up and they fell apart in the second half. Um, Clemson right now is rolling, and um, I think Clemson's going to roll over Florida State. It's one of the few rare road favorites that I do like. I do like the Clemson Tigers um, to roll to roll over Florida State. Clemson now starting to play really well, and they will be in a national championship picture. So Clemson would be a play for me over Florida State in college football as well. Yeah, I like Clemson. I also like BYU, and probably my favorite my favorite play is, is Air Force today. Uh, let, let's take a look at what's going on in, in the NFL, and um, let's start right here in our own backyard, right? Giants getting five and a half. Wink Markdale going up against um, uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, that's going to be fun to watch. Uh, over-unders at 46. Do you have a play in this Giants game? 
Yeah, I've been playing the Giants most of the season, and I'm going to stick with them. Um, you know, the Giants' only loss has come to the Dallas Cowboys, and that doesn't look too bad anymore, right? The Giants play very competitive in that game. Um, and now, you have Baltimore. And the Ravens, to me, I think they're a little bit overrated. I mean, you know, look at what Miami did to them. I know uh, it needed a miracle in the, third, in the fourth quarter to score three touchdowns. Last week, they were fortunate to beat Cincinnati, and Cincinnati doesn't seem to be on top of their game just yet this year. Um, so uh, getting the big blue at home, uh, I'm going to ride the uh, Giants. Uh, I'm kept, I took them plus six, uh, and that's the play here. And certainly there is a lot of storylines there with the defensive coordinator for the Giants with Martindale. You know he's going to have something up his sleeve to somehow contain Lamar. We're not going to be able to stop him, but to me, I'd rather stop Lamar from running the ball and let him beat me with his arm um, because um, I think that his that's his weakness is passing, not running. Uh, really, really quick update here in this Phillies Braves game. Uh, Morton, Charlie Morton, hit in the throwing elbow uh, by um, by a hit and uh, came right back at him. And they're out all they're they're all out there right now on the bump. He's throwing around, seeing what he can do, but it hit him literally uh, right on the, the that funny bone area of his elbow. So we'll see what happens with Morton if they have to have somebody come in. And uh, it's only bottom of the second here for Atlanta. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep you posted. Uh, The Jets getting seven and a half. I like the fact that they're getting the hook. Going to Green Bay. Green Bay, very interesting trend here. Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur, the two of them have not lost two games back-to-back since they become a tandem. And, of course, as I'm sure, Green Bay upset they lost to the Giants last week in London. Uh, Do you have a play in this Jets game? You know, when you look at it here, the Jets come in with a record of three and th- three and two, and they've already won two road games at Pittsburgh, uh, right? They had, and then they wanted to dog pound. The Jets, though, three and two, though, I and mean, they've actually allowed more points than they've scored. They've forced, uh, they've scored 116 points, but yet they've allowed 118 points here. And I know Green Bay is going to be motivated because they lost a game that, that they felt they should have won, and they should have won the game, but they didn't score a point in the uh, second half uh, in that game here. Um, I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair. I'd like to take a look at the total here over. Um, I think that the Jets um, will be giving up points. They've given up 118 points, which is a lot in here in the NFL. And uh, I know Green Bay is going to be looking to put points on the board. Uh, and uh, Green Bay's at a record of 3-2. and two. They're right behind the Vikings, who have a tough game in Miami tomorrow. Um, I like the over in this game here between the Jets and Packers over 45 would be my official play and uh, root for the uh, I'll go just hope that it's a high score and fit that's what I like in that game the Buffalo Bills going up against Kansas City it is the game on the NFL slate uh, kickoff is at 425 tomorrow Kansas City getting two and a half at home the over under at 54 you playing this one yeah, when you look at it here, we still remember the game that they played last year. What was it, 42-36? to 36? And, uh, you know, it was just a crazy game. And uh, I know I was listening to you earlier, and Mahomes is 9-0 and against the spread uh, as a dog in his NFL career. And you got Andy Reid at home. And the only thing is they're coming in on a short week, but the good thing is that they were played at home. But they didn't look that good against the Raiders on Monday night. They won the game, but the Raiders were able to do most, almost anything they wanted in the first half uh, in this game here. Um, I do like the home dog here. I took 
plus three on the game here. And, uh, you know, at Bet Rivers, you can buy it. Some sports books you cannot buy. But uh, those of you that knew that are listening to sports betting, I always look to get protection. So if the, the game is decided by a field goal, even if, uh, say, KC wins 34-31 or, or you know, Buffalo wins 34-31 taking KC, we get a push. But um, if you can find plus three, I feel more uh, feel better about it here. But I think this game uh, is going to be another shootout similar to what we saw uh, last, last year in the playoffs. High-scoring affair, uh, but I'm taking the home dog with Mahomes plus the three. I'm not sold on Buffalo being the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Listen, this line opened up at three and a half. This is why I tell people all the time, you've got conviction on a game, bet it early, right? Uh, because so many times, you know, if you wait until kickoff, if you wait until Sunday, if you wait until Saturday, lines change and, um, and you know, they're, they're just not great. Like, for example, uh, the, uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks-Pittsburgh Steeler game, right? Uh, this opened up at eight and a half. So you could have teased it down if you're going to use the Bucs uh, as a two-team six-point teaser. Uh, you could tease them down to two and a half. Uh, now, you know, you're going you're gonna to tease the Bucs down to four? No. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 so because it's, now it's up to 10. So anyway, I, I, always try to yeah, tell people, um, I always try to tell people, you know, get, get on the lines early. Get on the lines early. And that game, and it's funny you mentioned that game because I think everybody is going to be on the uh, Tampa bandwagon on this game here because Pittsburgh, you have to see them get annihilated by Buffalo. Um, but I think that this game, getting 10 uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be able to hang with the Bucs tomorrow. Um, you know, and if you tease them to plus 16, that would be a whole other story. Normally when I play teases, Anita, I like to add the points on than subtract. So if I see the dog, I always like to add more points to it more than subtract. That's my yeah, theory so, on this. I mean, so do I. It, it just it depends. it depends on the game. Like, for example, you know, I'm going to tease up the Carolina Panthers. The fact that the Carolina Panthers is getting 10, I think people are, are you know, I, I, maybe it's just hard for people to grasp that a Rams team that won the Super Bowl last year have arguably the worst offense in the NFL this year. Like, how do you go from, like, that to this? And Carolina, top 10 uh, pressure rate against opposing quarterbacks. So they're going to get after Matthew Stafford. So, um, you know, so I'm, I'm definitely going to use the Carolina Panthers as a teaser, and I'm going to tease them up to plus 16. Um, yeah, when you look at it here, the, the Rams, Anita, they've only scored 80 points, and they've allowed 116 points here. So, um, yeah, Carolina has had a tough, a couple tough games where they were very competitive against Cleveland. They lost a game. Uh, then they lost another game. Uh, they were very close. And, you know, Matt Rule obviously wasn't the right fit for this team here. He was more of a college coach. And what's scary is that the Giants were desperately trying to get Matt Rule before they got Judge. Judge was their second choice, Joe Judge from New England. So they were desperately trying to do everything they could to get Matt Rule. But the uh, Carolina owner just outbid the Giants. And Giants traditionally don't like getting into bidding wars uh, for talent. They want people, you know, so they lost that. And maybe it was a, in hindsight, it was a good thing. So just talking about dogs that I would tease heading into this week's slate. Um, definitely Kansas city tease them up to plus eight and a half, uh, Carolina teasing up to plus 16 against the Rams, the Jags tease them up to plus seven and a half against Indy. I think the wrong team is favored there, by the way. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, you, you know what's an interesting stat, Anita. When you take a look at San Francisco and Atlanta, Atlanta 
is a perfect five and zero against the spread this year. Even though their record's two and three, um, to me they're a dangerous dog. Um, and uh, San Francisco, I know everybody, you know, with Garoppolo and all that stuff here, but it wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta covered tomorrow against San Francisco. Um, they two has played well, and um, uh, I think that uh, when they play Atlanta, Atlanta Atlanta's defense um, is allowed 122 points here, but they are five and zero against the spread. And whenever you have a scenario like that, you got I always like to jump on the uh, jump on the bandwagon and the same thing with Seattle um, playing Arizona. Um, Seattle can score a lot of points here. I think Arizona's going to have their hands full um, tomorrow as well. Great stuff as always, Joe. Appreciate you. Uh, good luck today and, of course, tomorrow. Thanks very much. You got it. Joe is. You can hear his show right here on 98.7 ESPN early tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. prior to me coming on board at 7 a.m. with Fantasy Forecast wall-to-wall hour of all fantasy football talk. We open up the phone lines. We take calls throughout the hour. Uh, you've got questions about your, your lineup. Maybe you're getting uh, a trade offer uh, and you want some advice. We're here for you. So we kick off the morning bright and early, 7 a.m. fantasy forecast leading into New York game day. Matthias Kiwanuka will join me at 8 a.m. Talking to all things Giants, Jets. Uh, we've got Jordan Renan who joins us, who covers the Giants uh, with a deep dive into what's going on with them. Also, Rich Samini, who covers the Jets, joins us on the show. And then, of course, at 10 a.m., uh, Mike Tannenbaum joins the program. And we uh, finish the show strong, the three of us with him, uh, up until 11. And then Dan Gross and Greg Buttle will come your way. And, of course, the only place you'll be able to listen to uh, ESPN, uh, the Jets, is uh, right here on uh, on ESPN Radio, 98.7 ESPN. By the way, um, uh, Brandon Marsh, home run, three-run home run for the Phillies. Um Again, uh, Charlie Morton took uh, a uh, a hit, came right back at him, hit him right on the throwing elbow, and the Atlanta Braves staff came out. He threw the ball a little bit. I guess they decided he was good to go, and Marsh now just hit a three-run home run. So Phillies are up 3-0, bottom of the second, only one out. So we'll see what happens, what Atlanta's going to do. Uh, wild, right? Phillies just making it into the postseason as a wild card advance, and now they are one win away from eliminating the Braves out of the postseason. By the way, Joe Wiz on 98.7 ESPN brought to you by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. It's a whole new game. We come back. We'll end the show strong. We'll open up the phone lines, 800-919-3776. You want to chime in? We've talked about a lot today. Um, big, A uh, lot of time on the Yankees, obviously. The Giants, Dan, Dan Graziano's uh, report that uh, they haven't even begun considering offering Daniel Jones an extension. What the heck are they doing over there? I, I don't get it. So you want to jump on board, now's the time to do so. Anita Marks with you for another 10 minutes right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I'm, I'm more excited to see Wink Martindale and see what type of exotic blitz packages he's going to tee up for a quarterback that he knows better than anyone on this planet, uh, and that is Lamar Jackson. That's for sure. That's going to be a fun game. By the way, the Giants getting five and a half. Uh, with you for the next two and a half minutes, uh, Gordon Damer comes your way following me, but I'll be back tomorrow morning bright and early at 7 a.m. Let's go. Is it Aton calling in from uh, Westchester? Yeah, Anita, I got to be honest with you. I, I completely disagree with you on this Daniel Jones thing. 
and you make it as if it's like we're all crazy because I think most people wouldn't give him uh, a contract. You had a guest on before. Why? Why not? Why not? Because why not? Give me give me your reasons. Because he still got. He's still got severe limitations. Brian Dayball has done a great job of catering to him what he does well. But when he just has to be in the pocket and he's standing there, he's an average quarterback. If he has the kind of year that he's having thus far, then, yeah, I would think about it. But if, let's give him so, so, an so example. Let's, so, let's, let's so, so let's do this because, because I think here's the thing, and, and I don't have a lot of time. I wish you would have called earlier. I've only got a minute 30. Here's the thing. Give me three quarterbacks that are realistically available that you think are going to be better than Daniel Jones behind the, behind this Jimmy, offensive line. Jimmy Garoppolo would be better than Daniel Jones. Jimmy Garoppolo. Listen, would be I love. I, listen, Jones. I love. I love Jimmy Garoppolo. I love Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't. Jimmy Garoppolo is not as athletic as uh, as as Daniel Jones. He's not as athletic, but he's a better he's a mm. he's a, he's a better player. He's a better uh, he completes a, a better uh, percentage. But, but, here, he's but a, here's he's, here's he's the thing, and, and I'm sorry. Game. I wish, and I don't I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I only have I only have less than a minute, and and, and Gordon takes over. Um, again, I, I love Jimmy Garoppolo because he plays in a phenomenal system as well in in San Francisco, arguably one of the best offensive coordinators in Kyle Shanahan, a top five offensive line. A phenomenal running game, always a lot of depth in that backfield, and and a lot better weapons. Are you kidding me? Look at the, I'll use the word crap. Look at the crap that Daniel Jones has been throwing to his entire career here, and this is the first year he's got a running back in Saquon Barkley, and this is the first year that he has somewhat of an offensive line. Oh, by the way, but is still getting mo- the most pressure of any quarterback in the NFL. So, with all due respect, Ata, I, I disagree with you. I, I think there's very few quarterbacks in, in the NFL right now that could have this team at 4-1. and one. I really do. I'll be back tomorrow morning. Stay tuned. Gordon Damer coming your way next here on 98.7 ESPN.